Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to the Hue virtual chat. Well, it is Tuesday, we're heading into, I don't know, week nine or 10 of this isolation. I'm very happy though, my husband finally shaved off his COVID-19 beard. So there might be signs of things looking up. Well, speaking of looking up, what woman does not want to go shopping? And uh, obviously we haven't been getting out of our houses even. Maybe some of you have been shopping online, but today, we're going to support local because local businesses definitely need our support starting right now. So we're going to do a little virtual shopping spree with some of our top designers here in the city. And of course, we'll have our fashionista, Liz Crawford, to take us through and talk us through and also find out how these people have, you know, coped with everything else because it's their livelihoods and we all know that it's been a tough time for everyone. So we're gonna do a little shopping, do a little laughing today on the Hue virtual chat. So let's welcome all of our great guests right now. Here we all are. Oh, Liz, oh my goodness. Liz, look at your hair. Look at this hair. <laughs> oh, so we'll have to get some people unmuted. Oh, they're so over it, Rachel. Hey, hi, hi. Hi, Charlene. Oh, and then we have we have a mini Susie there. Hi, Kristen. Oh, and Lenard. Oh, well, you know what, ladies? Um, yeah, we're breaking some rules here because we do have our very first man on the Hue crew, the Hue virtual chat, the one and only Lenard Taylor. I mean, who else, Lenard, would I have but you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You better be in your shop because I want to see all of the new stuff, inspired stuff you've been making in this isolation, okay? So we're going to do a little bit of a round robin and introduce yourselves. Um, is that Susan on there or where's Candy? Terry. Oh. And Terry. Where's Terry? Terry from Ivy. I see Terry. Oh, yeah. Hi. 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 <laughs> Jordan oh, is still over it here. I don't know where I am on this Oh, yeah, there's Jordan. Yeah, Jordan, I'm so over it. Okay, and so do we have everybody here? We're just waiting for Susie and Candace. Is we've got Candace here too? Candace, we can't see you. Um, but anyways, uh, welcome everybody. This is gonna be so much fun. Um, I'm gonna leave it to a little bit for the front part of the show with uh, my bestie here, Liz Crawford, who is like, you know, thank you. You know, I had this little idea and I didn't know what it was going to look like or what, but I just wanted to come and, and visit all of your shops. But of course, more importantly, hear how you've all been doing in this crazy, crazy time. So mm-hmm. I'm going to let Liz, you take it away. Okay, well, first of all, this is so fun. I, I'm like all my favorites here. So I was so excited. <laughs> I said, we should have had mimosas had I thought this through. Um, <laughs> so this is a crazy time, Tracy. I mean, and I have to say, I am so in awe of the retailers and designers that we have with us this morning because I have been watching over the last couple of months. I mean, this is 
completely unprecedented situation here. And all of these business owners have been just boots to the ground. I've watched Terry take a business that involves not just a boutique, but hair and nails and, you know, make an online, in, in quarantine, did an online store and curbside pickups and, you know, trying to get back to business. And Leonard Taylor, who is like suddenly making masks for thousands of people, <laughs> thank God he can sew. And, you know, Rachel and Jordan, who have always been geniuses with the marketing and are just you know, quickly just shifted to online, like in a hot minute. And, you know, it's just really inspiring. So I don't know. I mean, one of the things that I would love to hear from is all of them in terms of like what they feel has been the biggest shift in their retail businesses. So maybe we'll start with you, Leonard. I mean, you're in the mask making business, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I never thought that that would happen, to be honest. Uh, I was sitting at home for, you know, when this first hit, I was sitting at home for a week and a half. I cleaned everything in my house. My, I was driving my wife crazy. And uh, I said, you know, I'm going to go out to work and I'm going to make a mask. Everything was saying, don't wear a mask, don't wear a mask. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to work. I'm going to make a mask and I'll put it out there. Well, that same day is when the CDC came out and said, hey, everybody should be wearing a mask. So I kind of hit it at the right time. And, and like all of us entrepreneurs, you know, we're entrepreneurs. So if, you know, uh, we get hit a roadblock like COVID, we look at ways that we can work around it, you know, whether it's going online, whether it's you know, making some masks, uh, whatever you can do, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're gonna make your, your way through it. Uh, one area that we were also experimenting with before this was uh, doing virtual online tours of the shop, like a personalized shopping experience with our clients. Because a lot of my clients are all over the US and all over Canada, and they always said to me, you know, I wanna come to your boutique, I wanna come, and I said, well, we've got the technology, let's do it. So as soon as COVID hit, it was like, okay, let's ramp that up because right. you know, people need to see the collection. They need to see it in the way. So I just, you know, it's a personalized shopping experience. I take you through the boutique and I can put things on the mannequin for you. It's just super easy uh, for mm -hmm. shopping experience for people. It's, uh, you know, as entrepreneurs, we just adapt to the times that we're thrown yeah. and, you know, put a smile on our face and keep going. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Like all of the stores here, if we can, the ladies uh, and gentlemen too. Okay. So yeah, we need to see the clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do and, we want that now or, or are we going to do that later? Well, let's talk a little bit yeah. in a minute, maybe Tracy, about some of the um, fashions and, and trends for this spring and this whole new movement of working from home and what that looks like. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, so what does that look like? You know, what does the fashion look like? And what, yeah, what are people, are they craving for anything and everything or is it just uh, nothing? I don't know. Well, yeah, personally, so personally, I see it's all, it's all about comfort, right? It's, you're working from home and it, it's comfort wear. What can you wear? You know, like you don't even have to wear pants. Who is gonna see, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, any more time in quarantine, everything I'm going to own has to be stretchy. So I, I called Terry about a week ago. I'm like, what do you have in stock? Because they carry a big, you know, line of loungewear. And it's really stretchy. I feel like I'm committed to this now. <laughs> so popping over to Terry at Ivy. So what has been your biggest movers over the last little while for you? Our biggest movers for sure during like the really big part of the pandemic when everyone was really locked down was um, loungewear like um, paper labeled sweatpants and 
leisure tops and warm, cozy, lots of cashmere and things that were easy and juicy and felt good. You felt good wearing it. Mm -hmm. um, we did lots of that. I was here doing curbside um, through the whole time that we were closed and eventually moved that on online. We now have um, shop.iv.ca and that has been a big undertaking um, and it's been, it's been really good for us. Mm -hmm. And people saw all of the loungewear that we had online and boom, boom, everyone, then it was people wanted linen and they wanted structure and they wanted blazers and things to, um, to wear while they're doing a Zoom meeting uh -huh. and something that was casual but looked not casual. So lots of putting things together and piecing things together, but the biggest seller has been feel. People, I stand out the back door and I at arm's length and I hold them the garment and they touch it and they're oh I love it I want it right that has been that, that has been a big thing and I think something that people have really missed is touching things yeah no kidding. yeah absolutely I would say so so yeah so I think that um, people now that we are, we've been open since uh, for a week today for hair only and people are over the sweatsuit they're done and they're moving on. Okay. Which, is, which is really nice to see and it's refreshing to see some other things of interest. Right. Yeah. Okay. No kidding. I don't know that I'm a hundred percent over the sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel you. <laughs> okay, let's pop over to the so over it girls. How has it been going for you guys? I'm glued to your Insta stories all the time. I'm like, I want, I want, I want. <laughs> that's good. That's what's got us through this pandemic is just um, building off of our already strong online presence and following. But mm -hmm. if we can take anything positive out of this pandemic, it's the fact that we've been able to put all 100% of our energy into online and, and curbside pickups and, and um, our website and Instagram and, and just strengthen our online even more. So now we, I would say, and Jordan, I know agrees, we talk about it. We've just built up an online presence that we didn't really know we had the ability to take so f this far. And now we can roll with that once we're able to open our doors. So, um, you know, there's not, a, when you have a fully functioning open store to the public 24 seven, some of that online gets put to the wayside. But now with the closure, you've had a lot of time to focus in on, okay, so how can we make this the easiest possible? We've completely converted consignment appointments to FaceTime and phone calls. Um, so we collab, we deliberate with uh, consigners, look at their items over, over the technology that we have at our fingertips and we say yes to this item, no to this item, and then just organize a curbside drop off or pickup. So it's been really easy. And I think going forward, people would love to operate that way with or without COVID. Some of our customers, we haven't even met them face to face. So yeah. some people prefer to be a little bit under the radar when they're shopping, when they're consigning a little bit of more confidentiality, um, privacy that some people prefer. So I think being able to offer everything to everybody is always a plus. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you find that your engagement has increased over the last while because people are at home? So are they talking to you more? And they're, yeah. yeah. People are on a, they're hungry for, <laughs> I think it's just, I don't think finances are necessarily 
in the front part of anyone's mind, even right. though maybe they should be. And I think that the instant gratification of buying something and making yourself feel better is a real thing. And I think everybody yeah. can agree that that little treat to yourself when you're home and you don't have, there's a lot of worry and there's not lots to look forward to. You're forced to be at home. There's, there's a difference between forced to be at home versus I want to be at home. And so right. there's, I think, if anything, thing, things have been better in that respect. Right. I think too, for the consignment world, this has been such an interesting shift because people, um, as much as people are still shopping and still need things and they want to be prepared for when we can go outside eventually, um, mm -hmm. that you are also getting a deal. You're uh, contributing to the circular fashion model and you are buying secondhand pieces. And so it's been um, really interesting to see how some people that maybe you usually wouldn't have that in the back of their mind and they just really loved finer pieces are sort of thinking about the environmental um, aspects now more than they would. And right. that's been um, awesome for us. And we're always um, trying to educate our, our peers and our customers about sustainability. And so it's been, um, a, I mean, Vogue is just going off on consignment secondhand. And so it's been awesome for us. And then seeing things, which is, is of course, devastating, but Neiman Marcus, um, with their bankruptcy, I think that consignment is going to get a huge push now because people are looking for different avenues to be purchasing mm -hmm. their designer goods and their high quality items. So we're, we're really interested to see what this looks like post COVID and yeah. what people are, are looking for and how they want to, um, sort of shift their mindset when it comes to shopping. So it's, it's been a, it's been a ride and, Rach and I are, we have had time to sort of get innovative and our blogs have been going off and we, yeah. we have more time to sort of get creative and we did our own little tie-dyeing experience and, <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's been, yeah. um, we, we feel, we feel um, really, really lucky. And I think one thing that we really get out of this is something we've always been passionate about, but community, like, yeah. holy smokes. I mean, Winnipeg, we are so diehard Winnipeg, but it has been such an amazing experience seeing people that even might not necessarily want to be shopping, but are inquiring, what can I do? How can I support you? Right. Um, and for that, we are forever thankful for, and we um, are trying to give back the best we can. And we did um, a giveaway to support the Canadian food banks. And for us, like we can't wait till this is eventually over and back to normal so we can do more and show the community sort of thank you but right. it's been um, quite the experience and I know um, we've obviously been stalking all of you everyone involved in this in this call and everyone's doing such an amazing job so that's been beautiful to see isn't it I know it's an amazing group of people on here this morning <laughs> <laughs> well it's kind of kind of interesting and I want to like just uh, follow up on Terry's comment on because we have fashion people here. So what is the fashion or is there fashion for Zoom and the virtual meetings that you go to, um, you know, or can you wear anything? I mean, we've, we've seen it all, but I don't know. Now I think Zoom and virtual meetings is going to be a lot, it's going to be going on for a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Terry, Leonard? I, I agree. I think that um, the virtual meeting is going to be the way of the future because we're not traveling for a long time and business is eventually going to get back to normal and people are going to need to do it so there is going to be that that need to have 
your sweatsuit with your blazer or whatever structure you're going to put on over your sweatsuit because you're still at home and you're still walking your dog and doing whatever you're doing, but you still have to have that Zoom meeting at one o'clock and be there and ready for it. So I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think it's going to be a big thing for a long time. Well, maybe you can show some of your looks that you've got in your store today. I would love, can I do that now? You can do it now because I'm just going to chat a little bit. I just want you, everybody to get introduced to Dr. Cheryl Rockman. Ah. Uh, Greenberg, hi, Cheryl. You're not Hi. hi. And uh, Candace. Candace, hi. Hi. You hi, know Candace. Thursday's going to be uh, the Folk Fest, but I'm glad you're here because we're talking oh. fashion. <laughs> but anyways, um. But you're, you're back in the office, aren't you, Candace? right? You're back at Dear I've office. always been. I've never oh, not been in the office. Never not been. So, yeah. and I guess, um, you know, it was a little bit a scary time. But now, how is it? It's, what is the feeling and what is the, the, you know, the environment like now? It's good. I think, you know, everybody has just been, you know, head down and just carrying on doing what we do here at DLC. And, um, you know, it's seems to be getting better we've done what i think is a great job so of keeping no no um cases here with our veterans and our residents and our our um our patients so that's it's been excellent it's been scary but you know it's been a lot of work but we i feel that our front line and and our senior leadership has done just a phenomenal job of yeah. keeping us safe and carrying on yeah, just another perfect example. And I've got Cheryl here, and I have Charlene too. So, um, I, Liz, too. Um, I have uh, an assignment here with uh, Cheryl. Okay. She I wants to know how we can kind of, you know, jumpstart her her post COVID. You know, so <laughs> and and Rachel and you can, you can show her a few things. And she's a lovely woman, and she's petite, and she's a rock star. Um, she works in research, a geneticist, and she is also got an Order of Canada, which I don't know, I guess, Cheryl, you may not get that this summer. <laughs> I definitely, the ceremony, the official ceremony is on hold, but that's okay. That's the least of, yeah. least of our problems, that's for sure. Oh, I know, and she's amazing. And then, yes, and then Charlene, how is the uh, Victoria Hospital Foundation doing? I know we've got a big fundraiser we're working on. <laughs> You just have to unmute. There we go. Actually, we're doing really well. We're doing, um, I think, a lot better than we thought we were going to do initially for, for all kinds of reasons. Um, a lot of it is, you know, due to the great support we're feeling from our community with respect to, um, I think, you know, these times bring out the best and the worst of people, but the best has really come through and to see the generosity of people and and uh, the kindness that people show to one another so i'm kind of hoping that if we can carry that further in the post uh covid 19 world that it'll be great and so we're all we're looking at as you know tracy as a philanthropic organization how do we partner with different community organizations and businesses so that we can have a, I would say a greater impact and so it's not just about us but it's about our community and those who perhaps are a little bit more vulnerable so how do we make sure that we include those um, people in, in, in our sort of scope of what we support? And uh, so it's just been a really good, I'm going to say if you could, if something good could come out of something bad, I think that there, I'm, I'm an optimist and I think there'll be a lot of good that comes out of that because we've been feeling that. So 
we're the recipient of all the good and kindness of people, which has been really, which has been really great. Well, uh, you know, not so true, but now it's, our, it's time for us to indulge in some things, okay? So I don't know, Liz, if you've got a plan or master plan, okay, I, I want to go for a shopping spree here. Of course, of course. And first of all, before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you to, the, to these ladies that have joined us today for being on the front lines. And I think that, you know, we see all these things on the internet right now about like Superman sort of bowing down to the front line, and isn't that the truth? So our gratitude. I know I speak on behalf of everybody in the fashion community. We've talked about that quite a bit as we are very much involved um, in various community, you know, charities and so on and so forth. So thank you. Start there. <laughs> um, and then I, you know, well, I'd love to see, I know that um, everybody's chosen some looks. We had a kind of a little chat yesterday about um, what is going to be hot for spring 2020, given all the crazy <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> and the trends. So um, why don't we start with you, Terry? I know I was there this morning getting my hair done. That's because I can't do this. This is why. <laughs> so I got a sneak peek. So why don't we start with you, Terry, and show us some of the great things that we can uh, find at Ivy for spring 2020. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off with a couple of my favorites, a line called Bella Doll. Um, easy wear jumpsuits, which are huge for spring and summer. Um, we have pieces like this, yeah. wide leg, some of them have, have an elastic. And that is so soft, that piece. I saw it this morning and it's got it's, this like, it's like a brushed denim, but so, so soft and so easy. And you can throw a little blazer over it. So gorgeous. The fabrics are amazing. Yeah. I said earlier, people want to touch nice fabrics. People are tired of not touching anything and everyone wants to touch and for the COVID look <laughs> yes for your COVID, rather for your um zoom meeting yeah throw a blazer over anything yes and beginning. i like that with the are huge. Mm -hmm. yes and we have a huge array of scarves scarves are great you can throw them over anything great if you're in a zoom meeting and it's cold and then it's not and oh, yeah and more blazers beautiful and I love that print. I like that. Yeah, yeah. gorgeous. I also love the scarves because is anybody else watching Miss America right now or like there's that show Hollywood and you're and I love the fashion and it's those little details I'm really into right now and you have an excellent selection of accessories also. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. <laughs> Big selection of scarves and they're all cotton. Beautiful scarves. They're warm, they're cool, they're drapey, they're good as a shawl or just as an extra piece to keep you warm or as a fashion piece. Yep. Pieces. That's great. Love it. And that's my little collection. Oh, Love it. Thank you, Terry. I think someone ha had a question. Or Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. Your, your, your screen is saying maybe. So where is your top? Sorry. I just... Oh, I'm sorry. It's, um, it's Ivy. It's spelled A-E-V-I, but pronounced... Ivy, it's on Taylor Avenue, um, and Nadine is um, the borrowed computer because I don't have a laptop. Oh, yeah. that's okay, so we're on Taylor. Like, are you um... 1580? So we're at the we we're on the other end of where Posh Dog is, just up the street from yeah. the Buggy Bath, okay. just off Keniston. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. So 
let's hop over to Leonard Taylor now, who, um, for, I don't know if, I'm sure you all know, I feel like Leonard's, my, my favorite piece, and I feel like he's absolutely famous for, is the, the Brenda. I, I don't know, I think everybody needs one. It is one of the most incredibly well thought out, flattering pieces ever for any woman. <laughs> Well, and now I, he's probably I tried going, to, I to make grab a Brenda. That, that's Brenda here. Yay. And she has pockets in the side, seems machine washable. And then if you stain it, I'll paint over top of the stains and make it look like it's meant to be there. So my signature <laughs> characters that I put on all my pieces. But for me, the, the, the best piece I've made in, a, in probably five years is this beauty piece here. Oh, wow. Her name's Diane. She's made from linen. And she's actually a two... Uh, so you, when you get too hot, you just throw the cape over top and expose your back, let the air flow through your shoulders, and then just bring it back down when you're ready and, uh, and keep you nice and clean and sophisticated. I'm all about linen this year because linen is soft when it's, it's washed over and over and over. Uh, and look at this print. Like, isn't that just amazing? Beautiful. That would look good on you. Yeah, that's one of my favorite pieces. Oh, my phone went sideways there. Sorry. Sorry, ladies. Um, and then bold prints, because when you're on that, uh, on that Zoom meeting, like, look how great that would look on, on your Zoom meeting, right? Because you're just going to see just a small amount of your, yourself. And then the number one uh, fashion accessory, of course, for, you know, this summer is unfortunately, but fortunately, is this. Right. A mask. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's like... You know, now you're walking down the street and you're wearing a mask and no one can see that you're smiling at them. Yeah. So you have like, this is your way of smiling now, whether you're using a bold print or a color or something like that. Yeah. Having that in your wardrobe is, is kind of an essential piece now, you know, no matter what, where you want to go, you want to go to Costco now, you have to have a mask on. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of those essential things that you need. Uh, and then for me, it's, it's all about the personalized shopping experience. So if you want, you can just cut like, before this even happened, a lot of my clients would come in and they'd be like, Lenard, dress me. And I would, you know, pick things that are going to be flattering and look good on you and great for your complexion. And that's just expanded even more so. So now when you come into the store, you just come in and I'll just, you know, happily pick things around, show you the latest, greatest pieces that are going to look good and give you that one-on-one -on -one time. You know, that was the neat thing about this COVID happening and closing the store for a little bit and doing the personalized experience. It was just like, I knew exactly who I was meeting at what time and what they were kind of looking for, which is great. And it makes it so much easier. Like any of you retailers know that when someone comes in, the best client is the one that wants to engage with you. You know, there's always the people that want to come in and browse and they've got their headphones in and they're doing their own thing. Uh, but you know, for, for me, it's when someone interacts with me and wants to talk about the collection, wants to talk about the, the, the fabric, the, you know, how to wash this, what to do with this, how to style this. Like those are the best talking points for me. And I could go on forever about them, but for me, it's that personalized shopping experience. And that's, that's the number one thing for me. Well, and we all know that. Um, there is a question. They really love your masks. I want to know, do you, are you doing some hand-painted ones? Because, you know, I need bling. Because, you know, <laughs> the black and white stripes aren't going to do it for me. So, um, but uh, yeah, so you have some requests. Where can we get the mask directly from you? Uh, 
directly from me, uh, lenardtaylor.com, or at my, my boutique is now by appointment. So okay. uh, I'm at 246 McDermott Avenue in the exchange, right next to, in between, in between Arthur and Albert Street. So right next to Hillary Druxman, if you're familiar with her. Uh, yeah. And, you know, you can come check things out, uh, do the mask, or we can just order it online and we can just ship it right out to you. All our masks are made from our premium uh, cottons, which are very easily washed and also break down, like cotton breaks down beautifully over time and you're washing this mask every day. I've actually gotten in the habit of hand washing my mask at nighttime before I go to bed and just hanging it to dry. Cause you know, you're not doing a load of laundry every day and you need your mask. So uh, that's the way I've, I've, I've found the best way of doing it. Uh, but yeah, lenardtaylor.com. Uh, and in the accessories portion of my website is the masks there. And they're, you know, they're super comfortable, adjustable, and they do have the pouch. So if you needed that extra protection in there, if you're extra vulnerable, there is that pouch so you can put in the extra, you know, coffee filter or whatever filter you need. <laughs> oh, and then I, um, there was another question too. We're all talking about fashion for women. What about kids? Or like, I know, I, and Susie, you've been, you've been, you've been there. You're three kids at, uh, like, your girl like to shop or, I mean, do we even oh, yeah. think about kids, kids clothes? Like, um, there's no school. I'm going to I'm gonna have to buy them a whole new wardrobe after this because they've outgrown everything. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all that sleep and eating has uh, resulted in growth spurts. That's for sure. You're and my, little, my little one loves shopping. The boys, meh, my oldest one, sort of, he has his, you know, style and things like that that he likes to, you know, wear, but, um, the, my daughter there that you saw earlier, she loves to go to Justice and she loves to go shopping with Mama. Yeah. And um, she'll tell me in the dressing room too, I like that Mama, I don't like that Mama. You know? <laughs> yeah, she has very specific taste, but she knows what she likes, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Well, and uh, Kirsten, you've got uh, two young adult girls. I mean, what have they been doing? They've been shopping online and, and will they now more support local? Because we're gonna run I, this to pass around them because well, the malls are open. You told us <laughs> you went to you went to Polo Park there. I, I um, did. I think I would personally. I would feel much more comfortable supporting local and mm. shopping. You know, with some you know with somebody I know, as opposed to going back to the big massive malls with hundreds of people cramming into one store or whatever popular store, but. Um, Will the girls uh, do more online for now or will they go out and shop? Well, you know, it's funny because at 19 and, and um, well, almost 20, 22, actually, um, they shop online all the time. Um, my daughter lives uh, in an apartment down the street from us. My oldest and my youngest is still at home. But my husband always says we're a postal depot. Like there's something in our front porch every day. And <laughs> they, so it's, it's that, uh, you know, the millennials are, that's what they, they do. Um, but they're also really into local and, um, you know, third and bird and whatever they can support. They're uh, very aware of that and consignment. But um, yeah, it's not slowing them down as far as their shopping habits. And they're, they're, they love shopping. They're good shoppers. <laughs> Most definitely. And, yeah. Wow. Well, and then, so Rachel and Jordan, you'd mentioned that, um, or uh, was Jordan that mentioned that Vogue was all about, you know, uh, sustainability and, you know, recycle or whatever and um, buying consignment. 
now that this whole kind of thing has hit us, will there be kind of like no more buying of high-end uh, goods? And like, and I guess if you were the last one to buy a Gucci bag or a Louis Vuitton, um, I guess maybe you'll hang on to it and not do consignment. Or is it the opposite? Ladies, I don't know. I don't know. I feel, I'm going to jump in before we give it to Rachel and Jordan. But I don't know. See, I feel now people are just more... Um, conscious about it so you know what i might have bought directly now i am like well i'm just gonna look at so over it maybe they have a version of that bag because i am thinking a little bit more about my budget it's funny today on my way here i realized okay i'm carrying my gucci oversized bag from so over it i'm wearing my ivy sweater and my leonard tyler vest and i'm like i've always been into that stuff but even now more um i think you know and i'll let rachel and jordan talk to that but i'm getting the sense from my community that they're driven more to being more responsible because I don't think you're going to have a different consumer. Like, I don't think, I think if you've always been into those big labels, I don't think suddenly you're not, I think you're just driven and maybe in a different direction. Right. I think it's like, it's like you find, if you're on the hunt for a Gucci bag, you're going to do whatever you can. If that's the <laughs> brand, you're going to do what you can to find it. And if the big top retailers selling them at retail prices are not no longer available. You're going to go to your, your kind of um, infant um, boutiques in that, in that world and say, okay, um, if I can't get it here, I'm going to go get it here for a third of the price in the exact same condition. Um, mm -hmm. The beautiful thing about quality items is that as they age, they, they don't devalue and they also don't, the quality just remains as it was when you first bought it. Um, the other thing I was going to say too, when, when Jordan was talking before, it reminded me a lot of people, and I think COVID hit at a great time for any retailer because it hit at the start of a season. So when you're, um, as opposed to being in the dead of winter or right after Christmas or, you know, when things, when financers are already, already an issue or you're not in the shopping mood, people are already turning over their closets. And because of that, we had a lot of people consigning. They also had extra time, like everybody was cleaning every nook and cranny of their house. And so along with the spring cleaning that already goes on this time of year, mixed with the fact that people might have cash in their closets, they're gonna be extra aware of, oh, what can I find and, and give to the girls to sell? Um, so that in a way, it's, it's one thing for us to have the traffic and to keep that up in the store for the, the consumer market, but we also need that constant dose of incoming product for us to be able to keep our business afloat. And, um, that never stopped throughout COVID for us, which was, which was really awesome. And I think we made it really available to consign easier than ever. And I think people will continue to consign virtually going forward. And Jordan does that in Vancouver always. I mean, she's meeting with people, but also it's just easy. Vancouver's so much more spread out. Sometimes virtually is the way to go. So um, I don't really think I touched on your question, but um, <laughs> well, I think, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think yeah, they'll, they'll always be the shoppers, especially be spending the year here in Vancouver. Um, I see it a lot that there's an entire um, sort of market of, of people that just need the, the this in brand new item. Um, and then when they're so over it, they're ready to consign easy peasy, but there's always going to be that people. And again, like, yeah, if I'm looking for a specific bag if I can't find it on consignment then I'll buy it new we just um, and those customers will always exist and I mean they have to because 
there still needs to be retail for consignment to exist. Um, I mean, there's millions and millions of pieces of garment that are floating around, but there still has to be new product. We just push, if you're going to buy new, make sure that it's high quality um, rather than fast fashion. So, I mean, I'm seeing um, Terry at Ivy here and Leonard Taylor show these beautiful linen and cottons. We would tell a customer, buy something like that that you know is going to last if you're buying new. Um, and that a lot of these materials are, are recycled anyways now, instead of maybe um, going to the mall and purchasing six things that you can only wash once. So we're just um, trying to, again, educate our, our sort of our, our um, community on, on just being a little bit smarter with your purchases. Things might cost a little bit more, but that's why we do workshops like Finance and Woman and how to save and buy something high quality and have it for 20 years rather than buy something that you think is in trend in this very moment, wear it once, and then it's toast, right? And then that's that's filling the landfill. So um, we love it too, like the cot cotton and the high quality cotton and the beautiful linens. Um, we're seeing a lot of that, especially because people are wearing loungewear, but people are still always going to buy new, specifically the um, customers are um, consumers that are looking for that sort of this season new runway off the runway so um, we we support that as long as you are purchasing high quality and you have the intention of then not throwing it out and repurposing it or um, donating um, anything there's a number of things you can do and you can hop onto our blog posts and we are constantly listing them and pushing it into people's minds but um, yeah, so as long as those people still exist, we just find that we originally didn't know that our best consigners would be our best buyers. We thought that people that consigned wouldn't necessarily buy secondhand, um, but we were so wrong and that, that was so great because we just find that it's a constant, constant um, in and out and people that buy new still want to buy consignment and, and reinvest. So that's been amazing and especially during COVID to see people's passion just Nobody, really, people aren't throwing out their stuff anymore. It's being donated or right. it's being consigned. And so that's been awesome. Mm -hmm. no, it really right. has been amazing. So, uh, Rachel, do you have show? any kind of uh, goodies to show us? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just have to take you with me one sec. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I was actually thinking when we were talking about athleisure and sweatsuits and everything, um, Personally, I mean, I've been in sweatsuits a ton, and I think with athleisure becoming a total trend um, going forward, the fact that everything can be worn with sneakers, etc. I personally felt getting very old. I was in a sweatsuit every single day. It just, you don't feel fully dressed and, and fully ready for the day's work. I don't know. It's just, is it just me? I just feel like um, if I had, and again, I'm not a jean girl, so I don't like putting on a tight pair of pants, no matter what they look like. I'm, I'm into like a trouser or whatever, but um, I was just over the athleisure a little bit. And so I think that you can still keep the sneaker look. And again, if you're on a Zoom call, it really only matters what's on top. So you can really drop those sweats on the bottom with a blazer and, and all that. But 
Um, I would say the top trends that we're seeing, and again, it's really hard for consignment because our pieces are one-ups. We don't buy a collection. We don't look at a, a lookbook and say, okay, I'm going to get this blazer to go with this t-shirt, to go with this pants, to go with this vest, to go with this scarf. For us, it's like one-ups. So we kind of have to be really innovative when we're dressing somebody. Um, okay, this Chanel jacket with this pair of Max Mara pants, with this Etro scarf, with this, you know, um, Fendi booty, they actually all go great together. Um, and they all happen to be your size so it's sort of it's very customized to the client and um again it's hard to say it's hard we're, when we get items in we can say okay that actually follows this spring 2020 trend so we'll make blog posts about that or we'll post okay the pointed the oversized collar is um we're seeing that in this tibby top and this um you know dior blouse and etc so some of the trends that jordan and i have um been blogging about are um that oversized um poplin and um blouse with the really pointed collar um again suits are all over um all over the place still i mean they've just sustained that trend has been going on for a couple of years still very on point i think a tiered so again touching on the athleisure i would throw out the sweatsuit again not entirely but when you do feel like you want to just step it up a little and put on just a dress like i think the maxi dress is just totally a perfect um substitute for that that athleisure look it's one you feel comfortable it doesn't have to be tight you can you can your stomach can grow underneath of it after every meal who cares so um that's what i think i mean it's sort of hard to show what we have but Right now, everything is sort of um, by designer. So we have like our Chanel collection is all here. Um, Gucci um, is over there. And um, then this is sort of more of our contemporary items that have come in. So kind of those lines that you would find at Nordstrom <laughs> that are not necessarily those classic designers like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Celine, but designers that have high quality collections. Um, and the price point is definitely still up there and it's very on trend, but they're still very well known in the fashion market. Um, and yeah, that's sort of, everything's one up. So it's very, it's, it's, it's fun to come and look and just sort of um, look through and find those hidden treasures. It's, you know, if something's your size and you fall in love with it and it's something that you feel you can work into your wardrobe, um, I always say like jump on it because it might not be here and um, it was meant to be. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, we certainly, you certainly have a lot of stock there, Rachel. So yeah, it's there is, fun. as I said, people have been consigning constantly. It's been, I think we just <laughs> ticketed over 200 items yesterday. So that was just from a couple of weeks. So it's, it's been really fun. Like when we get new items in Jordan and I just like, it's honestly like hot, like Christmas morning. It's like, you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes we're just like in awe of like the items that come in and especially from this Winnipeg market. It's pretty remarkable. Oh, I know. Yeah. So did you see anything you like ladies? Sure did. <laughs> lots and lots of great options. Oh, well, you know what? Um, I think that uh, I think it's going to be a good time for small businesses or, or local businesses like yourselves. Um, I know that uh, I mean people are going to start to really show the love. And um, you know what? Before we go, maybe just do a roundtable, Liz, with your 
great friends on, on sort of like, I guess, you know, what was, what is one thing, or maybe there's a few things that maybe have made you stronger, better, smarter out of all of this? Well, I'm going to say, on you know, and then we're going to go to, uh, we'll start with Terry, but I, I really, again, I'm going to reiterate, I have been at home, not so busy, so really watching how they've been maneuvering through their businesses. And I think that, um, honestly, our panel today is, they are brilliant and have done a phenomenal, phenomenal job of not only marketing their business, but also creating an environment for people to feel really comfortable shopping with them. And also what I love about this group, and I mean this sincerely, is that they're, they're the kind of people who you can call and say, okay, this is really what's going on and this is what I need. And, uh, you know, I'm in Ivy. I'm like, what do you got in the back? You know, and like, I mean, quickly Terry will run and go, what about this? You know, and same with like Rachel and Jordan and Leonard anytime, you know, and that sense of community, I just think that's a Winnipeg thing. You know, it's like, they're not only brilliant in doing a phenomenal job of marketing and buying, but they, they are with you. They're in it with you. And I love that. So I'll start with you, Terry. <laughs> What have you learned? Well, thank you, Liz. That is very sweet, and we feel the same way about you. Um, I have to say the biggest takeaway from all of this has been the love people have shown. Mm -hmm. uh, we closed our doors March 18th, um, the 19th, you know, just trying to figure out what's the next move, and then hit the ground running. Okay, we're going we're gonna to do curbside. I'm going to... I'm going to be here every day. I'm going to be on my phone and, and making all of that happen. But it wouldn't have happened without all of our guests, all of our friends, the Rachels, the Liz, the, the, all the people that have, that have shown the love to us over the years. But this, like people really came together. What can I do? What do you need? Can I bring you lunch? Can I, whatever. People were calling me and emailing me and checking in. How are you? How's this? How's that? It was, it was unbelievable, the show of support. Mm -hmm. And as a community of business owners, I know I spoke to Rachel a couple of times. Um, Liz, I spoke to you. I've spoken to Aubrey. Like I've, I've been in touch with lots of people just to see how everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like that across the board. I think everyone was, was kind to each other. And it was a really good time to be an entrepreneur in Winnipeg because everyone really loves us and really wants to make sure that we're here for the long haul. That's amazing. For sure. Wow. Okay, so Leonard, what has been your biggest takeaway? And do you think that this experience will really increase the whole shop local uh, movement? Did we lose him? I'm, I think he's muted. Oh. <laughs> Where did they go? Whoops, whoops. Uh, <laughs> um, I definitely think the, the shop local is, the movement was already beginning uh, mm -hmm. before this happened. And I think this is really hammering at home that, you know, they want to create jobs in their local community. They want to talk to the makers who are making it. And uh, touching on what Rachel was saying about how uh, people are 
you know, clothing is personalized, right? Clothing is for you first and foremost, because if it looks good and you feel good in it, then that's the piece you should wear. You know, it's, it's not about what other people think of you wearing it. It's all about how it makes you feel inside. And that's the biggest thing about the clothing. And what I, for me, what I, my biggest takeaway from this time was how I feel inside, right? Is listening to myself and listening to the inner voice in my, in my being saying, you know, you should do this or you should wear this. You know, I, I, I spent a week in a sweatsuit. And then I went, you know what, I don't feel right. Like I just feel lazy and lethargic. And every morning I would get up and I would do my normal routine. I'd have my exercise and then I would get dressed and I'd get dressed to the nines. I'd be wearing a bow tie or an ascot or a tie. And I would, do, even if I was just sitting around my house and I was doing whatever, if I dressed up and I felt like I was my normal self again and I felt great so the biggest thing my takeaway was is definitely listening to yourself and if it makes you feel good then that's what you need to be wearing that's what you need to do because at the end of the day if you're not happy you can't create happiness around you right awesome thank you and then of course rachel and jordan who are like i i always say to gracie who we all know gracie who works with me um they're like you know aside from so over it they're like little like instagram marvel influencers hip girls <laughs> so you guys have been non-stop on instagram and i love it i'm like oh that and that well what's the story with that and like i just love everything you guys are doing on instagram so what has been your takeaway sorry um, I think our takeaway, it, I mean, it aligns with everyone else for sure, but I think that we will, ne we'll, like, we're, we're very, very thankful. Um, we are, when everything first started happening, of course, you have a panic attack as a small business. What do you mean we have to close? It's like, obviously terrifying, but um, we sort of, we, we just didn't let the fear take over and we started um, trying to think of ideas of how to, um, you know, not have to completely uh, shut off everything. And so we really got creative with the website. And again, just I think a big takeaway was um, use every tool that you can and um, now I think that we, we are going to put a lot more love into our online, our online presence. And we have all these ideas for our website, how to make it easier, easier for consigners. And I think our biggest takeaway really was um, for our customers. How do we make things efficient for a client who maybe is um, vulnerable and maybe can't come to the shop, even though now we're open for private appointments? How do we make them feel like they aren't alienated and they can still shop? And so we're really just stepping up our customer service to really align with anybody's, anybody and everybody's needs. And that makes us feel good. It helps, um, obviously our, our friends and our customers. So I think really just be creative, go with the flow. Um, we, it's just been, it's the two of us since the beginning and we have always sort of had to, um, kind of shift with the times and what what um is going on and so this was just we really proved to ourselves that we can do it and now we feel like man girl power let's do it like let's keep <laughs> going what else can we do so we're just trying to stay positive and and keep everyone safe that shops with us and yeah. so yeah i think thankful and um gratitude would be our our takeaway word for sure
That's amazing. I think I also just, when I look at Terry and I think of other, other women who I, who own businesses in the, in the aesthetics world, and you really have to, to understand how, how tough that would be to when you're, when what you're providing to your clients is a body, a touch service. And it's like, that's how you're essentially making your money is, is mm -hmm. by providing, um, hair and nails and facials and, and body services. Like when you have, when that is what you're, what that, when that is what you are providing to your clients and maybe like when you, you have to be very creative to be able to shift to a completely online market in these, in these desperate times. Um, when that's what you're offering. I mean, we can still offer our clothing online, but Terry can't offer a nail service online. Right. So it's, it's really incredible to see the businesses who have, I would say they've shifted even more than we have, like in these times. So, oh, and, sure. and I mean, to be able to just stay afloat and to, to continue and to be busy and to offer curbside on anything other than the services that you normally provide is really remarkable. Um, and I mean, I just, I think it's, in, it's ama been amazing to watch. Like the, I've been on Ivy's Instagram constantly watching their stories and, and Terry's lives. And I just think it's, Amazing. I think Terry, you should you should be giving um, beauty tips and 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 lessons on online on IGTV all the time. Yeah, I, I agree. I concur. Well, thank you. <laughs> Definitely. This morning was the first time ever, and Terry can, can attest to this that I was actually ten minutes early, sitting outside Ivy in my car, <laughs> drinking coffee, just True like story. True story. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's so nice to hear all of your stories. And again, I think um, um, Charlene had mentioned too, like getting, finding the good in all of this. Uh, I mean, it, it's just so nice to see all of you and to hear your stories. And um, and thank you, Lenard, for being our very first male. But, you know, like I said, you know, you're just, yeah, you're just, I was overjoyed. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that was the first. Yeah, um, well, you know what? We're gonna, we're, we're gonna make you make some more masks. I know that for sure. <laughs> but, uh, I'd be honored like, to. I'm gonna like throw it to first, like getting back a little bit, maybe outside fashion and some of the stuff that yes has been happening on social media. And I'm gonna go like to Susie. Susie's gonna, she's looking at me. Yeah, because I was texting you this morning because I just saw you. You know, there's a tweet that you that you liked, and I said, "What's this story?" So what is going on? We've been talking about all this goodness in the world and, and people caring and loving. What's with all this hate bashing? I, I'm <laughs> well, social. First of all, Tracy, the world of social media moves pretty fast, especially Twitter. So the whole, um, that whole Christy Teigen drama was like on the weekend. Now we're on to like Brian Adams. So oh, I mean, so things move pretty fast. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. but one thing is, um, one thing is the same in both stories in that, we're seeing a lot of um, racism and social media hate towards Asian people and specifically Chinese people. And um, obviously my radar is really up for that. And um, I've been paying attention to sort of what's happening in that space and how people are responding. And um, yeah, there are some people saying some really thoughtless and careless things. And the latest is Brian Adams, Canada's own, even though he hasn't lived here for 30 years. I don't know if we, get to, if we should even claim him anymore. Maybe we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so he posted something very upsetting on his Instagram and apparently it's still up. 
I don't know what his PR team is doing. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's caused some hurt and some confusion, I think, among his fans uh, in the sense that, you know, like you said, we're all just trying to get through this. Nobody is happy about anything that's happening right now. And it's funny because yesterday, Dave Grohl, the Reverend Dave Grohl, put out this beautiful statement about how we can't wait for the next time we can all be together because the next time we can all be together is going to be so much more special and so much more um, uplifting because we've had to wait for so long, right? So he put out this beautiful message saying he can't wait to see everyone and play for everyone. And everyone was just like, yes, we can't wait to see you and da da da. And then Brian Adam takes a shit all over it at the end of the day. So <laughs> I see that, you know, in this crisis that we're living in, it's always going to be those people who can uplift, who can share, and who can bring some joy and positivity to the world that will thrive. So there you go. Keep on Instagram, girls. Because <laughs> you're making. <laughs> You're making Liz happy, and yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> I know, that's, all, that's all that matters, keeping Liz happy. That's all that matters. Oh, 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 my goodness. And, uh, and, you know, even just talking about mental health, right? I mean, it was – I don't know how you felt, Kristen, but I don't know. Just seeing the clothes and being in a store, you know, even if it's virtual, got me all going, oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. You know, just, just for that, you know, two to three minutes, kind of your mind just goes in someplace else, right? Yeah. Sure. I, I totally agree. And, and it, uh, uh, different things fill people up and different experiences and like touching fabrics and, and uh, being good to yourself and self-care. So thank you all for everything you're doing. Um, but yeah, it is. It's, 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 there is a connection and it's, it's very positive for your mental health to get back out and, and see what's going on and, and connect with the places that filled you up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I want to thank all of you, and uh, you know what? Next time we get together, maybe, hopefully, it'll be in person. Maybe it'll be like, uh, Liz, I, I say, we got to do an event. We got to do something when we can eventually all be together. Yeah. You can't be just, you know, open your doors and step out. Yeah. And, uh, like, you know, the Reverend Dave Grohl, when we all get together, it'll be beautiful, right? That's right. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, make sure you have put down all the, your information for your store. Uh, especially addresses and websites and any other information you can pass on to Liz and she'll forward on to me and we'll get it all posted on our social media. Um, we're going to continue. If you want to join in on Thursday, I just one thing, bring your running shoes. We're going to you, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna look buff by the time we get out, right? We're going to have those uh, swimsuit uh, odds, right? <laughs> Because we're all going to the beach. <laughs> right. Or probably the backyard pool. But anyways, thank you so much. Stay safe. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. 
come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.